And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. Now, as we continue here on Show Blitz here uh, with Char- me, Charles Bradshaw Richie here, also host of the Mass Steel Podcast, let's get ready to get into the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, the free agency uh, period, which is uh, begun right now. I mean, or was getting very close right now. The Steelers got quite of a list of unrestricted uh, free agents uh, definitely uh, coming up uh, this year, as a matter of fact, as we look at, for most part, going to this year. For everything that has been going on. And uh, for this year, it's going to be uh, Omar Khan's uh, first year which uh, many people believe he's going to be a uh, measure going forward right now for the success of this team since following uh, Kevin Colbert, who retired last year at the conclusion of the draft right now as we look at. They have uh, 18 unrestricted uh, free agents right there, too, as we uh, look at it. Uh, more likely uh, looking at this uh, list right here. I mean, going going into it, uh, pretty much uh, five uh, starters uh, coming up right here, uh, basically. And uh, definitely got some decisions to uh, make. And as we looked at, Omar Khan said a week ago that uh, not much changes in the draft process. Andy Weil and the scouting department will help set up the board uh, for this year. Then Omar uh, Khan, Mike Tomlin, and Art Rooney uh, decide the picks. Uh, and in regards to uh, Omar Khan, he said he loves the way uh, Mitch Trubisky worked with Kenny Pickett. Would like uh, Trubisky to be around long-term, including beyond next season, as, rep- as reported by Teresa Varley. Steelers have signed uh, linebacker Jameer Jones to a one-year uh, contract. Now, I mean, last year around this time, though, too, remember it happened on uh, March 14th, uh, was a signing of uh, Mitch Trubisky right here. Uh, who came in uh, basically? Who uh, signed initially? Let's see. Let's uh, pull him up right now. He uh, signed a uh, two-year. I believe it was for like uh, fourteen uh, million dollars. Pulling it up right now, just a second here. But I mean, basically, they were still like up in the air though too. If they're going to be able to get their uh, core back in the draft, which was able to fall for them at the 20th overall pick. It was a two-year, $14.285 million contract, uh, which included a 5.25 signing bonus, uh, which was uh, guaranteed at an average annual salary of $7.1 million. Uh, And this year, Trubisky, he'll be earning a base salary of $8 million while carrying a cap hit of $10.625 and a debt cap value of $2.625 right now. Now, one of the main things is, too, now, it did not pan out as well as being a starter. But, I mean, he was definitely a solid backup 
I mean, this year, I mean, when you look at in games, they uh, needed him to uh, really be uh, significant, especially when you had uh, Kay Pickett, who went down well uh, with the concussion. So he came in and backup role against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, remember, I mean, uh, for this season, too, when you looked at everything, started uh, nine games right there. I mean, uh, for the most part, what when you look at like what he was, I mean, excuse me, no, excuse me, he started uh, five games. Excuse me, I was looking at the wrong season right there. Uh, went two and three as a starter, and I think one of the most uh, noble games that he came in for uh, when Kenny Pickett got uh, hurt uh, back in week six versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They will win that game uh, 20 to 18. He wants 9 to 12, 144 yards, uh, touchdown and interception. I mean, no interceptions. And only got sacked once for lost six yards right there. And then his other win, too, uh, was against the Carolina Panthers on the road right there. Now, remember, the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers, uh, who lost the Baltimore Ravens, they fell to 5 and 8 right there. They were the, they will go 6 uh, and 8. I mean, this was against the Panthers team. Uh, that was not an easy one, to be honest, yeah. I mean, that was a team who still had uh, a run at getting the division right there. The division was, like, almost up for grabs right there with the uh, struggling uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, offense. I mean, with, I mean, Bruce Arians uh, going up in the front office, handing the reins over to Todd Bowles, Tom Brady, who came out of retirement earlier that season, and right there, but I mean, when you looked at it too, I mean, right there, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, I mean, he usually does good and backup role. I mean, on average, you pass for under 200 yards a season. But when you looked at everything, though, too, I mean, I think one of the things that stood out for Omar Khan, too, because he's also interested in like uh, keeping Mason Rudolph a bit longer, who is also an unrestricted free agent. I mean, who seemed to kind of uh, decline uh, big time. Ever since uh, starting in 2019, up until that Thursday night fiasco versus Miles Garrett. But I mean, Omar Kyle looked at the situation right there where you had uh, Chase Daniel of the Chiefs right there who came in for Patrick Mahomes, uh, who suffered an ankle injury versus Jacksonville Jaguars in the divisional round. And uh, for Omar Khan right there, uh, as he says, uh, as you guys saw in the playoffs, it's important to have more than two quarterbacks available. Uh, he said we had a great relationship, good conversation with Mason, and the door's still open. And right now, I mean, he Mason Rudolph, he had an average annual value of $5.08 million last season. But I, I got to believe right now, too, I mean, there's a lot of questions with this, too. Now, I'm still a little uh, skeptical right now. I mean, what Matt Cannon is going to do, I mean, in his – third season as the offense core in there. But, I mean, at the same time, bottom line is, I mean, Kenny Pickett did seem to go bat for Matt Canada. He seemed to give him a vote of confidence, the support. And at the end of the day, he's still here right now with his team. So, and then Mike Tomlin, I mean, he's not a guy who's to make uh, subtle changes during the season as far as, like, uh, getting rid of offense coaches. But, I mean, the bottom line is, too, like, you know, the biggest crit criticisms you could give of Mike Tomlin is to hire more smarter coaches on the offense. I mean, I think his other coaches are okay. Now, can there be a concern, like, say, on the defense side, losing a guy like uh, Brian uh, Flores right now, uh, who uh, took, I believe, let's see, 
who uh, won over right now, who's a defensive quarter for the Minnesota uh, Vikings. I mean, who's going to be two years removed from being the head coach. I mean, we'll see. I think he did a lot to restore the run game, but that's going to be the biggest thing right now. I mean, I'm a little skeptical, to say the least, right now. But I think the biggest thing is right now, I mean, if you're going to be going with this game plan right now, now you definitely have to be looking at the offense. Hopefully you could get some better protection right now. Hopefully have a much more healthier version of Najee Harris this year, too, who can rebound from uh, playing with that plate in his foot they had to deal with uh, going into this season. Uh, they had, I think, back in training camp. But I, honestly, right now, I mean – I'm a little bit encouraged right now, the way things are. I mean, once again, too, I mean, if we look at everything where the Steelers line up in the draft right now, uh, the, Spieler, the Pittsburgh Steelers, excuse me, they own the 17th overall pick in the first round and then the 33rd pick in the second round, which could turn into an extra pick into the first round because the Miami Dolphins – uh, who had to forfeit their uh, pick due to the accusations by Brian Flores. They're supposed to be the 21st overall pick in this year's draft, but that's been forfeited. So that may turn into the 32nd pick instead of the 33rd. And then the second round, you got at 50, which should be 49th. Remember, this is due with Miami having the forfeit right there. And then right there. So you got at least like right now – Four picks within the top 100, which is pretty good right there. I mean, I mean, I mean, with that additional projected extra first round pick, that's where we're looking at. It seemed to be in pretty good shape. Now, I mean, when we switch things up right now, what are the draft needs that the Steelers are going to be uh, looking at right now? According to Tankathon, the Steelers are projected to be taking two defensive players out of their five top 100 picks uh, with uh, defensive tackle. Brian Bruzzi of Clemson, who is a fourth as far as like uh, defensive tackle ratings, rankings. And then, of course, quarterback Emmanuel Forbes, who is uh, eighth in the quarterback of Mississippi State. Now, three defensive tackles, according to Walter Football, are expected to be uh, drafted within the first two rounds, with seven going in the top 100 right now. And if you look at it, too, I mean, for me, uh, defense tackle-wise, because I, I'll be honest right now, too, I mean, you got to look at it this way right now. I mean, Cam Hayward, I mean, right now, is towards the end of his uh, run with the Steelers right now. And uh, we're, we're going to see, like, a, what – I mean, they got to prepare for life without him coming up. I mean, this is not going to be an easy year – as far as like uh, trying to get that, but he is in the last year of his deal right now. He'll be uh, counting for a cap hit of $22.4 million this year. He signed his extension, remember, three years ago, back uh, shortly before the start of the regular season right there. And uh, he's going to be 35 uh, this year. I mean, a very solid veteran uh, leader right there. And I, I'm, I'm not going to lie right now. I mean, you got to believe uh, the clock is ticking right now. It's got to be an all-in year. Not sure if he's going to be uh, re-signed with the Steelers. Should he go someplace else? Or would he even consider, uh, dare I say, uh, retiring after 13 seasons? We might be seeing the last hurrah of Cam Hayward this year uh, when we uh, look at it. And 
that's thing right now. But I definitely tell you right now, I mean, you got to look at it right now. I mean, with Kenny Pickett, I mean, everything that's strapped. But let's go start with defensive tackles right now. If I was to select defensive tackle, I mean, one guy who I'd be looking at right now, I'd say uh, Kalaja uh, Kansi uh, Pitt right there would be a good choice right there. He's projected to go within the first two uh, rounds. But, I mean, based on the Steelers' need, they're going to probably need offense. But I tell you what, defense tackle-wise right now, I mean, he is grade a uh, 6.37 on that score, which is an eventual uh, plus uh, star right there. And according to uh, some uh, scouts here, I mean, look at Scott Farrell, who's uh, talking to someone uh, from the NFL uh, combine right now. he was projected to be a second-round pick, but he had the fastest four-yard dash from anyone at 208 pounds or more since 2003, uh, who was a top-five defense tackle, super explosive according to uh, SiriusXM, NFL Insider, and Kaplan right there. So in comparison to, I mean, he might be similar to a guy not too far off from like an Aaron Donald, who, which also, by the way, uh, came out pit. I mean, that'd be one guy to focus on because right now, when you look at like the offense protection to be looking at uh, for this year, more particularly with tackles right now, I mean, this is not all that encouraging right now. But I mean, you got five projected to go win in the first round right there. And then you got at least uh, nine win the top 100. And then as far as wide receivers go, you got four in the, in the, Protect the goal within at least the first two rounds, uh, encouragingly the first round, 10 in the top 100. So if we're going to do our mock draft right now, uh, for me, with at least, I mean, the top four picks, one of the first uh, 100, I mean, if we're going to look at it right now, I mean, one guy who I probably uh, look at uh, right now, I mean, going uh, into this, I probably go, uh, for the most part, Let's look at Paris Johnson Jr. of Ohio State, uh, Big Ten, 6'3", 315 uh, pounds right now, who uh, played uh, three seasons at OSU. He is graded at 6.39, also an eventual uh, plus uh, star right there when you look at it. I mean, I, I got to believe, you know, you need to have a legit uh, left tackle. Now the question is, I'm not sure if he plays left tackle or what side, but you need someone to give a protection uh, for uh, your quarterbacks, more particularly with Kenny Pickett right now. He's going to need all the protection they could get. Of course, you don't want to uh, mess that up, but I, I got to tell you what right now. I mean, when you look at this gray right here uh, by uh, Paris uh, Johnson right now and uh, the overall uh, verdict on him, Let's uh, take a look right now. Give me one second, folks. Sorry about this. I mean, I, I will. I was definitely look for him. Yeah, so six six point three nine uh grade 
right now. And uh, the rundown on him, he is a flat tackle in need of additional technique work, but processing the traits, become a longtime star on the left side. Uh, he's still filling out his frame. He should get stronger. He's much better as a move blocker than men blocker, but he can bridge that gap with more coaching. He's loose and quick in pass protection, but will need to add core and strength to and get better with hands to prevent edge defenders bypassing his anchor. I would like to see the Steelers get him right there. Uh, he's first versatility to play guard or tackle, rhythmic diagonal sides and pass sets, shuffles feet and rides rusher around the arc. Now, one of his weaknesses too, not much pop on contact, below average, securing the first black block on cobble blocks, bends at the waist and lacks ideal leverage as a run blocker. But I tell you what, there's going to be one right there because the top uh, tackle in this uh, draft right now uh, will be Pierre Skaronsky of uh, Northwest. He is 6'4", 294 pounds, got a very good uh, grade at 6.73, which is a year one starter right there. So, I mean, you may ho- – hopefully he'll fall to them at 17, but we'll see. And then uh, as far as, like, I'm going to go for, like, the next pick, uh, hopefully they'll go with receivers. I'm going to side with Andrew Filippone on this one because uh, on his list uh, for right now, he has uh, got uh, for the Steelers with at least the first three picks, uh, you got tackle out of Northwest, like I just mentioned, Pierce Skaronsky. Then you got followed by wide receiver uh, Pitt, and most recently out of USC. Hopefully they can reunite with uh, Kay Kickett, who played Kay Pickett, excuse me, who played five seasons at the University of Pitt. Jordan Anderson, uh, six feet, hundred seventy five pounds, grade six point three six, eventual uh, plus uh, star right here. Now Jordan Anderson right there, inside and outside wide out with the speed and the agility, work confidently on all three levels of the field, but lacking the size and catch strength generally associated with high-impact performers on the next level. But, I mean, his biggest strengths, he possesses athleticism and speed to work anywhere on the football field, early drive burst regardless of route depth, smart use of footwork defeats coverage leverage. And he can be a slippery runner after the catch. Uh, weaknesses, only two touchdown catches over the last seven games. Route timing can be disrupted by handsy corners and limited catch radius for off-target throws. That's rundown Jordan answer. But the biggest key thing right now, too, why the Steelers probably look at right now, kind of like what the Bengals did with pairing up Joe Burrow. I mean, after he was drafted in 2020, the following year, reunited with his receiver, Jamar Chase. So, I mean, the Steelers could be thinking about that. I mean, chemistry-wise, kind of like what they – did with Mason Rudolph and James Washington. Now, Grant, I believe they got James Washington uh, first before they got to Rudolph in the 2018 draft, but we'll wait and see on that one. So, yeah. And then uh, Andrew Filippone for the third pick, he's got uh, inside linebacker of Iowa, Jack Campbell, who's great, 6.18, eventual uh, plus starter. Uh, Jack Campbell, uh, he... Played Division One basketball after helping his Cedar Falls High School squad win Iowa State titles as a junior and senior. But, I mean, his strengths, big long frame for the position, how he communicated with his teammates on the field, and he has a good feel for blocking schemes and a nose for the action. Uh, weaknesses, plays conservatively on a second-level perch. Initial diagnosis movements lacks on this. But I'm going to go right now. So for me, once again, for people uh, keeping score, I'm going to go with uh, Paris Johnson of Ohio State. Uh, offense tackle, he can play uh, left. 
think I believe we'll play left tackle in this one. So I'm gonna take him with my first pick. Uh followed by a second pick. I'm gonna go uh at uh for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers with the 32nd or 33rd pick in the first or second round. I'm gonna go with uh Jordan Anderson of uh Pitt. And then also too, I'll be looking for my third pick right now, too. Uh going into this. Because uh, since you do got an additional uh, second round pick, additional first or second round pick, I'm going to go with Kalijah Kansi if he's uh, available. Uh, Pitt. And that'll be their either their 49th or their 50th uh, pick. I thought he would fall that far, but I mean, that, that'd be my my real. Maybe uh, the other, other person you could consider right now will be uh, next after that will be Michigan uh, Mozzie uh, Smith. Uh, for the most part. Let's get a little verked on him real quick. Who has a 6.34 uh, uh, grade right there. He's a, and the reason why I say him, too, I mean, I mean remember, you got Tyson Alalu, uh, Alu Alu, who's an unrestricted free agent as well. I mean, he, and he seems to be, might be the physical and athletic player comparison for Smith. More consistent for Smith is knee before he finds the Pro Bowl, as Poe did once, as Poe did twice in his career. Uh, he has a rare combination of uh, size and athleticism. They possesses uh, very stout as lower half, power to punch a lip blocker under his pads, able to slide, swim, and seize a gap. Uh, weaknesses hasn't made many plays behind the line of scrimmage, slow reaction move gets him sealed, and he's unlikely to see many passing downs as a pro. But, I mean, I would take a chance on him. I could see someone uh, developing right here. You need to have a solid one right there. So, I'm going to either go Kalaja uh, Kansi, uh, rolling the dice here, or Mozzie Smith. And that's uh, for my first uh, three picks right there as we look at it. And then for your uh, fourth pick to look at it, I haven't really got to a decision right there. But, I mean, if you were to ask me, I mean, I would not mind looking at right now. Let's see as we look at it. Uh, I probably go with a. Uh, let's see. For me, I will go probably Christian uh, Harris out of Alabama of SEC, who's got six point uh, two one uh, grade. No, excuse me. I'll probably go with Jack Campbell on, on the last one. Uh, Jack Campbell right now of uh, Iowa right here. 6.18, uh, who could be an eventual uh, star right here. And uh, for Jack Campbell, like I said, uh, big long favorite for the position. Yeah, and that's about it. But uh, anyway, in general right here too. So everything going on right there. So, again, I'm going to go for my first pick in the draft. I'm going to go with uh, Paris uh, Johnson, followed by uh, who's a tackle. Then I'm going to go with my second-round pick, or for, or additional first, Jordan Anderson, uh, formerly of Pitt and recently of uh, USC. And then I'm going to go with, for my next pick, I'm going to go with... Uh, Kalijah uh, Kansi, 
And last but not least, uh, Jack Campbell out of Iowa. And also, there's been a talk right now, too. It'll uh, re- be really interesting right now, too. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, former Super Bowl champion uh, with the Rams right now. Uh, Detroit Lions seem to be like the top suitor uh, for uh, Jalen right now. Now, remember, uh, according to Aussies 93 7, the fan bet online, the Steelers are in contention to land Ramsey. Uh, they missed the. A playoffs year ago, the Rams did with an ugly 5-12 season with Sean McVay's first losing season as a head coach. Rares, Lions, and Bengals are currently the front runners for Ramsey's services. Bears put the Steelers up there with the Vikings, Texans, and Patriots at plus 1,200. Uh, he's a six-time Pro Bowl and three-time All-Pro. He'll have a cap of 25.2 and 26.7 and $22.7 million over the next three seasons and will turn 29 this October. Would this be a guy you would take a chance on right now? Pipe dream-wise, yes, but realistically, I have to say no. And I can only reflect to what Ed Bouchette said a year ago when it was in free agency period, get younger. And that's going to be this, it for this edition here at Show Blitz. With me, Charles Pride Richie, also host of Metal Steel Podcast. Once again, you can follow me on social media on Twitter at Metal Steel CGR and on Instagram at Metal Steel Nation. So always leave it. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. I go. Thank you for watching the Metal Steel Podcast with your host, Charles Pride Richie, here on YouTube. Please make sure to hit that subscribe button. And for all the latest Metal Steel Podcast episodes, feel free to download them on Mixcloud. Anchor.fm and SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.